0: Well hello again everybody If you're listening to this live on Radio Sega it means that somebody hasn't turned up And this is like an emergency cover show So uh, good news Um, Bad news All I've got is Halloween music from a show that I was going to do at some point And never had the chance to uh, actually enjoy So prepare for some spookiness I guess Run the titles Radio Sega Winterfest 2019 Emergency, emergency Get ready Bone trails are there from Undertale We had Undertale in the last show And, uh, why not? Why not, hey? Why not? Anyway, so if you're listening to this live on Radio Sega Um, hi again, I guess This is basically, I'd say, I've just recorded as like a cover show Uh, as uh, (laughs) Hence the name of this particular Episode, the In Case of Emergency Break Glass show Yeah, before that we had the Castlevania Rock Overture, by the way That was from the, uh, uh Video, oh, Video Games Live level 2 album. Obviously one of the uh, live recordings there, you got to hear. Uh, so what are we gonna, what are we actually gonna talk about for the next time, however long this is gonna be? I know what we can talk about. We can talk about the nonsense that's going on with the uh, Sonic movie. Yeah, the Sonic movie. So they did all the design changes. They got Tyson Hess in and I understand that. Uh, and it looks a hell of a lot better. and now the the redesign studio is closing. So yeah, after doing all sorts of work for Lion King, as I understand it, and now all sorts of work to try and get something the Hedgehog the movie not to be an absolute disaster from you know just this day one this day one death of a film a massive loss that they they've worked uh it's moving picture company mpc they've shut down the studio in vancouver canada and apparently yeah it once employed like 800 visual effects workers um but they're much smaller now and hey they're very very small now funnily enough uh, but those who still worked in Vancouver were originally told them of the shutdown in a meeting earlier this month. So, the situation is, is, a, is a source has told Los Angeles Times. I'm getting this from Cinema Blend, by the way. A uh, source told Los Angeles Times that uh, approximately 80 employees would be immediately affected by the closure of the Vancouver studio. Motion Picture Company told the affected companies that. Uh, company's employees who are now out of a job that would have the opportunity to join MPC or other arms of the company in one of the business other locations. So, they, these are the guys who basically have saved the film. Uh, there's some very horrible reports coming through about how they had to work. Um... Now that's interesting, because their parent company is Technicolor. Now isn't Technicolor the guys who uh, took over the stu- took over Wido that did the stu- that did Sonic Boom? Is that correct? Is it the same Technicolor? It must be. Wow. Anyway, so they so they, so yeah, they did. Um, visual effects works on Lion King recently. They, uh, re- they're they helping out with Cats, and that's another film that's had disastrous uh, initial ta- initial uh, reactions, I should say, because of its CGI. They contributed to Maleficent Mistress of Evil, Detective Pikachu, and now they're closing down. But the thing that's, like I say, even more distressing about this story is what we are hearing in regards to work practices that's been going on. Uh lots of uh, lots of reports about about uh the Visual Effects teams being under under crunch um, Tyson has actually commenting on Twitter truly gutted to hear of the layoffs at MPC Vancouver on top of their incredible work bringing the movie Sonic to life these people were behind everything from Pikachu to Godzilla it's been such a rough couple of years of Vancouver visual effects games and animation they all deserve more um, and speaking on Reddit one alleged ex-employee ex-, employee ex- describe some of the crunch conditions as far as we were working with no days off for weeks straight with plenty of 17 17 plus shifts 17 plus hour shifts thrown into the mix sometimes three or four in a row very rarely were people doing less than 10 hours a day if you wanted to leave after your eight hours you had to ask permission to go home what the hell is going on ro- going on here um if didn't want to work overtime at the weekend you had to give a satisfactory reason as to why you couldn't do it or they'd label it as an unauthorized absence an unauthorized absence for not working overtime that's beyond beyond your contracted hours in any sense Oh my god. I can't speak for everyone, but I obliged with requests because I felt if I didn't, I'd be quickly replaced by someone who is willing to do the hours. Be that for the experience or IMDb credit or whatever. This happened to two or three people while I was there. Uh, and it's now been. What's interesting is that then that person has now deleted that material off of Reddit. Uh, if you want to see. Uh, some updates it's actually uh, TSSZ have done a great piece on it and what the hell is going on because um, as, as pointed out the di- movie's director Jeff Fowler who's not exactly covered himself in glory so far it has to be said uh, made comment apparently Playfield suggested when announcing the movie's delay in May that the crunch time was not an option uh, yeah so in the tweet there was a hashtag no vfx artists were harmed in the making of this movie which could based on what we're hearing be just an outright lie okay so games industry and movie industry either or clearly there's lots of pressures going on we know about the crunch in the video game industry it's a terrible thing uh and a lot of people who are working extremely hard are effectively taken away from their families for long periods of time and the result is uh, a lot of stress, a lot of intimidation, a lot of negativity uh, and just wearing people out to the point of uselessness to the company. You have I have, it's the old I have a use for you. It's the Gendo Ikari school of actually being a manager. We, as video game players, need to understand when these games are being produced that there are people on the other side of that screen. People's work is behind the screen, let's say. And it's their blood, their sweat, their tears. It's it's hundreds of sleepless nights. It's... Uh, umpteen hours of overtime quite often it sounds like based upon what we're hearing here there and elsewhere with very little thanks and we should be thankful for the huge effort these people are putting in regardless of the game regardless if it's a good game or a bad game we need to remember there are people behind the scenes that have struggled over goodness knows how many hurdles that are very difficult to explain to somebody who isn't familiar with the industry and how it can work, especially um, as we've seen in some of the bigger studios. How many times over the last year alone, how many times in the last year alone have we had reports about uh, a negative or toxic workplace, be it sexism, ageism, just a distinct lack of care and and interest in the welfare of the people that make the entertainment we play that compose the music that we enjoy that tell the sto- that write and tell the stories that we follow over the course of many hours as we dedicate ourselves to completing and understanding the entire picture of what is a video game i'm just saying If the Sonic movie lied about that, or you know, if the uh, if Jeff Fowler is somehow somehow not aware of what was going on, we need a better (sighs) We just need to be better. We need the video game industry to be better with its staff. We need the movie industry to be better about itself because if you've got this weird combination of the two... Goodness knows... Goodness knows what Detective Pikachu was like as well to work on. But then you've got to go for all the various things with the Pokemon... Uh, Organisation and getting approvals that way. The turnover of these things is so fast... Because we demand them to be so fast. We demand them now. And while we say... That we'd be happy for a better quality product if the studios, be that game or movie, just take their time. Somebody needs to tell the people in charge of those developers, those publishers, those studios. We also mean that you're not killing your staff over it. Is it worth getting a movie, be it about a CG lion, or a fast blue hedgehog, or a yellow electric mouse with a hat on, at the expense of people's lives? Is it worth it? I don't think so. Shall we have some more music and get away from this distressing topic? What have I got next for you? Well, let's find out, shall we? We have... Another franchise which I'm sure has got plenty of crunch involved in it. Star Wars. We're going to have The Betrayal. Gordy Habs The Betrayal from Star Wars Battlefront 2. And following on from that, we're going to have Jesper Kids with Robinson the journey and the track tension in the nest and then after that we've actually got something in Crypt of the Necrodancer I'll tell you all about that afterwards enjoy That one was grave throbbing <laughs> Level two two by the look of things. Uh Danny Baranowski, also known as Daniel Baronowski, EMAC around, done many, many video game soundtracks. Crypt of the Necrodancer there, that uh, the sort of fantasy adventure game, uh what's the Z- is it uh there's, there's a, like a Legend of Zelda one, isn't there? Uh, is it Cadence of Hyrule? Yes, Cadence of Hyrule uh, uses Crypt of the Necrodancer, basically. Uh, so that's actually what that's actually what I want to try out. I should put that down sometime to actually play or add to my Amazon wish list for Christmas, since I now have a Switch as of yesterday, which is quite fun. I actually went and I. I had some time off, I know shock, uh and I think I thought, you know, what? I actually haven't sorted out my mobile phone in ages and my broadband contract, and they must have run out. They must have run out at this point I because when you have a when you have a, those contracts it goes into it doesn't like it doesn't stop. It just goes into this holding pattern of stuff. Uh, apparently I've been paying too much money, which is like, oh okay that that teaches me <laughs> to remember that in future. But apparently um, if I actually uh, re-signed and got a new phone or what have you, which I did because you know my phone was kind of toast at that point in time, that I actually got a free gift. And the free gift was either a giant television, and I already have a giant television as it happens, uh, and you know, having two of them seems utterly pointless. The alternative one was actually a Nintendo Switch. I don't own a Nintendo Switch, so it seemed pretty sensible to me. Now I don't, actually haven't got any switch-related music for you. I'm sorry to say, um, but I do have. Uh, I do have a, I guess, a Sega-related track here that we can uh, put on. Where are we? Let's see. Um, uh, we go about some Bayonetta. Give it some Bayonetta for us. Bayonetta Two, I should say. Uh, Sapientia in the Choice Between Good and Evil. That's your next track coming up. Followed by uh, the XCOM Legacy soundtrack, which is uh, XCOM 2. And then they sort of went back and did like remixing of the, the music uh, into like a more modern style of the original XCOM game, otherwise known as UFO, and uh, Unknown known back then. And uh, this is the track Sleeping Chrysalids. And if you know a chrysalid, you'd quite, quite, quite prefer them to just be asleep all the time, really, and not running at your troops and covering them in poison and then having their young burst out from your stomachs. It's not something you really want to see. So we've got a beta 2 followed by the XCOM Legacy soundtrack by Adam Schneider, Sleeping Chrysalids. Those are your two tracks up. And after that, since I mentioned it before, let's have some Legend of Zelda, shall we? Why not? I'll see you after the break. Bye, buddy. Scaling Death Mountain there, that was actually from Legend of Zelda A Link Between Worlds, the uh, sound selection album. Uh Link Between Worlds is a great game, it's literally what I bought a uh, 3DS for, I got the, uh, the actual gold Zelda 3DS and I, I pretty much solely got it one Christmas. Uh, I was like "What do what oh, I like this because it's got the new Zelda game it and I can't play it on anything else and it's the sequel to uh, Link to the Past which is one of my favourite games ever and something I will um, hopefully stream on Twitch next year um, if you don't follow us already on Twitch actually last minute continue as a whole when you get to see me and some of the others uh, do their thing uh, go to twitch.tv forward slash last minute continue please follow us we actually stream every i stream every tuesday and every sunday and there's other people like turbo and he streams quite often you will be able to see his stuff on there there's other folks like titan's creed and british andy who are obviously obviously part of the lmc crew as well and uh, seriously well worth to well worth following us. lots of fun uh, nice little mix of adventure games and, and multiplayer games, uh, and party games. We tend to have we t- seriously the, the, we have some very ridiculous stuff like the Atari horse racing game, which everyone gets involved in and everyone loves. Um, and then we've got things like Jackbox and board games. We're playing nowadays. It's really fun. It's, like I say, come and give us a follow. Why not? Come and give us a follow. Um, also. Be sure to check out the last minute continue channel on YouTube. There is literally a video going up daily, and by first by end of February next year, it's going to two videos a day. And I'm scheduled videos all the way through till uh, I was just doing stuff for April, actually, which is concerning, isn't it? Not, midway through December, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm planning out April. Crikey. Here's another one for you. We're gonna go and have some music from the Killer Cuts album. Now I'm guessing you're not gonna remember this but there was a Killer Cuts album from the original Killer Instinct. Uh, We've got Tooth and Claw here because we're continuing this uh, basically spare Halloween music that I had for a show that never got to be. So, um, Robin Beanland and Graham Norgate is here. That's your next one up so some music from 1995. And after which we'll, um, we'll we'll, come back with another track, why not, I'll put something else in there. Uh, another Jesper Kid track as it happens, but from a different game entirely. Darksiders 2, and it's The Crowfather. I'll see you after that, bye. We are coming to the end of this little cover show of ours, and the result is, um, well, actually, the result is we should probably have some more music, because it's not like we have much in the way of questions going on. Uh, I should probably address something, though. It's like, what game am I looking forward to next year? Um... uh, What games am I looking for? That's a really good question. I'm going to say that uh, it's probably going to be Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. I'm curious to see what they've done with that. Um, I'm sure they'll end up doing some DLC for the Goose game at some point. I'm interested to see what happens with that. What's happened to Bayonetta 3? Uh, hasn't it been like two years or something since we got that initial teaser trailer of what's going on? Uh let me just check actually upcoming games in 2020. Uh, wow. I did not know we had Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 coming, but apparently we do. Uh other stuff that's going on. Oh, Zombie Army, Zombie Army Four, Dead War. I'm looking forward to playing that. Uh, I'm actually playing through the trilogy with Urfart uh, and Vija at the minute on our Twitch stream on Sundays. Uh, but other than that, uh, is there much I'm really looking forward to? Um, Cyberpunk. I'd like to see how it works. Uh, doom eternal that's another one i'm looking forward to half-life alex most certainly if it actually comes out we'll have to see won't we we'll have to see let's wind things up shall we with some final pieces of music we're going to have music from overclock remix firewatch and wolfenstein the new order not necessarily in that order actually we'll have uh, something's wrong From firewatch first that's a track by chris remo after which we'll have tribute to the master which is based on m bison stage Uh, that's by malcos an overclocked remix actually from one of their oldest projects from 2006 the blood on the asphalt a super street fighter 2 turbo remix collaboration and last but not least um not exactly the festive message that you'd probably want but kill everyone By Mick Gordon from Wolfenstein The New Order. Those are your free tracks that we're winding up with. Thank you very much for listening to this little extra episode of Radio Redux. That uh, may or may not be played. Who knows if it's not been played. And I guess you've just enjoyed it for what it is. In which case I'll see you around at some point. Bye bye everybody.